Hey, welcome to the Lifehouse Newport News podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our vision is to bring life change through Christ to all people. And we believe that happens when people say yes to Jesus, do life together, get in the game, and leave a legacy. We hope this podcast inspires and challenges you to grow in your faith. Subscribe to ensure you don't miss a single episode and share it with someone you know who may need it. Again, thank you for joining us today. Now let's get to this week's episode. So as we get ready to end 2021, going to 2022, some questions. How many of us can truly say that we count it all joy when we have a bunch of trouble, trials, challenges, pains, frustrations on all sides? According to God's word, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. We don't have to be happy about it when we go through a bunch of crap, but guess what? We're supposed to learn how to count the challenges and opportunity to, to have great joy. So instead of being depressed, upset, mad, frustrated, let's take a few minutes and let's say thank you, Lord, for these opportunities to excel. That's easy to say, but boy, is that difficult to do. Well, let's see what God's Word says. God's Word, James 1, 2 through 8, NIV. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever we face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to everyone, and he will give to you. But then you ask, you have to believe. There's no doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. The person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So these verses, how can we apply them in our lives? Well, let's look at verse 2. What trouble? What have you experienced this week, last week? What, what kind of trouble have you had since COVID started? Take some time. Write it down. Pray over these things. And do it with your spouse. Do it with a close friend. Because you may find that these challenges have actually made you a better person. And that person may bring something out in you that you, you're missing for yourself. Right. Number three, embrace the testing of your face. There's no shortcuts in life. Everything worth doing takes perseverance. There is no such thing as an overnight success. And our journey with our Lord and Savior really shouldn't be any different. Verse 4, the perseverance. Fully developed, lacking nothing. Wouldn't we all love to be fully developed and lacking nothing? How many people do you have that are friends that, that, that sort of go down this idea of a hopeless or helpless victim mentality? Think about when James wrote these words. Stephen had just been recently martyred. The, Jesus, the Christian Jews had been scattered throughout all the Roman Empire through the persecution. Number verse 5, what do we deal with sometimes? Today, what do we talk about persecution? Is someone like you on Facebook, on social media? Is traffic too much? Next time you're sitting in traffic, someone cuts you off. Count it all joy. All joy. God's got this. All right, there's no doubting, no wavering. Verse 6 reminds us that he's, we're in him. He's in us. He's our provider. He's our protector. So storms of life come at us. Guess what? Don't be tossed around. Stand firm. And verse 7 tells you why. Because if you doubt, you do not receive anything. So you have to humble ourselves. We have to go to our Heavenly Father with a humble heart. And he will hear our prayers. He will grant us that godly wisdom that we need. 
Because in verse 8, it talks about you can either go God's way or you can go back to the world's way. Some of us are double-minded. We, we can't figure out if we want the world's way or do we want to do it God's way. In 2022, let's focus more on God's way and not so much on the world's way. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take persistence. But remember in Psalms, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And remember that quote from a Lifehouse t-shirt that talks about, if I'm not dead, God's not done with me yet. So get excited about what God has in store for each of us in 2022 and help one another. Help us to overcome the challenges. Help us to embrace the challenges that they can make us better. God bless. So talking about our identity in Christ, you know, we receive from a lot of different people, a lot of different sources telling us what we should do with our lives, what our lives should look like. And with this message, I just want to answer the question, why should God's identity for us be the loudest voice we listen to? And, you know, it's important because we can't love and appreciate others without first acknowledging how Christ loved and appreciated us. Knowing who we are, knowing whose we are is going to change what you do with your time here on earth. It's going to change how and why you do what you do. Because with your identity rooted in Christ, being his hands and feet, as we say here, you do things for his glory. He yes. receives the credit that yes. he rightfully yes. deserves. That's right. So who does God say that you are? What is your identity in Christ? So I just want to give five scriptures that I believe paint a good picture of what this new identity is. Um, starting with Romans 8, 28 through 31, summed up, it says that we are conformed to the image of Christ. We have been justified and glorified. John 8, 31 through 36 says that knowing the truth will set you free. So if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says if anyone is, anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Hebrews 13, 5 says that we are people not forsaken. The Lord has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we are conformed to his image. We have been justified, glorified. We are a new creation. We are not forsaken. And then finally, Luke 7, 28, Jesus is talking to um, the multitude during his ministry. And he's talking about John the Baptist. And he says, among those born of women, of all who have walked the earth, none is greater than John. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. If you think you are least in the kingdom of God, you are greater in Jesus' eyes. Yes. Yes. You are inherently valuable to God and transformed by him. And as Christ, we are called out of this world to live a life of inherent value and purpose that he gives us. Yeah. We um, reference John 10.10 10 a lot. Jesus gives yeah. us life abundantly. He gives us an uncommon life. Mm, we live right. this uncommon that's life right. by living as Christ. And living as Christ means we're not going to fit in. If you look at mm. all of the Old Word. Testament, Word. all the rules and directions and commandments that God gave his people, it wasn't just to be an overbearing figure in their lives. It wasn't to take away their fun. It had, they had the purpose to be to make his people set apart from the world so that others outside would look in and say, there is something different about these people. There is someone different that they're living their life for. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing to be free from the world, to be set apart, and to be able to live with a hope and contentment not found in finite things and in finite people, to be able to say with our lives that I choose God over convenience and status and conformity. Because I know whose I am, and I know what's next after this world. So why can I trust what he says? He's told us that we're free. He told us we're a new creation. He's told us that he won't leave us or forsake us. 
We can believe him because God has shown throughout his word and that his nature and his character is consistent. Yeah. Right. And so when he says that I'm a new creation with new purpose in Christ, who am I to say or live with my life otherwise? Mm. So don't be ashamed of being God's. The reward may not come in this life for following him, but be fully convinced that it will come in the next. Right. At the end of the day, our participation in the gospel will not go unnoticed by God. Right. Our labor will not be in vain. So like Moses said in Deuteronomy 6, 9, don't grow weary in doing good. Yes. What we do and how we serve matters to the person who matters most. Yes. So there's value in being God's. Others will notice how you live your life for God, and it won't be for your glory. It will be a great testimony of God, who God is, and what he does through his people. So to summarize Paul's lessons from all of his many letters, he tells us to run our race and to press on, knowing that we serve a God who fulfills every spoken word, not only about him, but about us. So put on those things that identify us as Christ. Kindness, compassion, meekness, patience, forgiveness, and above all else, love. So I want to end with um, Numbers 23, 19. It's my favorite verse. It says that God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? God is going to fulfill through Christ our new identity. He will fulfill through Christ our new purpose and our new perspective for living this thing we call life. Yes, yes, that is amazing. Ha. Let's go, bro. See, the new year is always a time for reflection and evaluation of our lives. Come on, is there anyone who is about to reflect in 2022? Absolutely. I am ready to reflect in 2022. But before we start reflecting, let me tell a quick story. I have house plants, right? And every now and again, I try to take care of my plants, water them, and all that. And a few months ago, one of my plants the leaves just started dying every now and again. Mm-hmm. And then every time the leaves die, I go ahead and I cut it out. Every time the leaves die, I go ahead and cut it out. And at some point I said, you know what? I have to figure out the root of this problem. Keyword, roots. So I went ahead and went online, Googled a little bit, and I realized that the reason why the leaves of this plant kept dying is because the soil that this plant is rooted in does not have the nutrients. So I went ahead and I ordered new soil from Amazon, of course, because we all do that, right? <laughs> ordered new soil from Amazon. Soil soil. Exactly. And so I took this plant, I threw the old soil away, and I put this plant in fresh soil. Give it a few weeks, and this plant began to grow evergreen. What am I talking about, Life as Fam? Look, in the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 to 2, Jesus was saying to us, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear a fruit, he prunes, so that it would provide even more fruits. Lifehouse, we are the body of Christ. We are the branches that Jesus Christ is talking about in that passage. And Jesus Christ expects us to always bear fruits as part of his body. And what kind of fruits am I talking about? I'm not talking about apples and oranges, even if I enjoy (laughs) eating those. We are talking about the fruits of the Spirit. In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things, there is no law. 
So as you begin to prepare for the new year, what are you rooted in? Is your love rooted in Christ? Is your kindness rooted in Christ? Are you patient? What is your patience rooted in? Because just like my plants in the house, if it starts to dry up, if it starts to die, I just might cut it off. And we don't want to be cut off away from Christ. So as you begin to move into the new year, I want you to reevaluate your foundation. I want you to reevaluate where you are rooted in. Reevaluate your roots. If you're not rooted in Christ, if there is any part of your life that is not rooted in Christ, go ahead just like my plant, uproot it, get a fresh soil, and root it in that new soil. Get all the nutrients you can because life has found good fruits comes from good roots. I'll say it again. Good fruits come from what? Good roots. The fruit of the Spirit is your status symbol as a Christian. God bless you. Hey, so I want to start off by asking you a couple of questions I just want you to think about. The first one being this. Would you consider yourself to be teachable? Now, before you answer that in your heart, I want you to remember a time when you were a kid. Wouldn't you allow your teachers to teach you math, history, science, or English? Most would say yes, I would think. And just in the same way that you trusted them to teach you, do you allow God to teach you the content that he wants to teach you? That's the second point. Now, here's the thing. The content he wants to teach you about is you. You are the content. So here's my third and final question. Do you still consider yourself to be teachable, knowing that you are the content? Mm. I know, those are loaded questions, but here's why we may struggle to be teachable. Because we take pride in knowing who we are. You think, and God would agree, that you think you got yourself figured out. But here's the thing. You do not know all the reasons why you are the way that you are, and you certainly do not know God's intended purpose for why he made you the way that he did. Mm. And that's what he wants to reveal to you. And so you're going to have to come to terms with the idea that you may be wrong by the way you view yourself and allow God to show you who you are and whose you are. Mm. Now, for being teachable, and this is no joke, so if this is something that you weren't quite ready for, I would say for 2022, you should pray for the willingness, which is the first point. You're going to have to be willing. You have to have the desire. You're going to have to come up with a why. Please often remind yourself of your why. What is a why? My why is I want to realize the woman God created me to be and experience the Lord for myself. That's right. The second point is position. You're going to have to understand your place in this class. You are the student, and he is the teacher, and he does know the content you better than you know yourself. That's right. That's right. Psalms 139, verse 16 says, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. This is how in detail God knows you. Some of us don't know what we did last week, let alone last night. But God knows every moment of your life. This should encourage you in the ways that he should teach you about the way you should go about doing your life. And he is a gentleman, and he will not force himself upon you. But he does want, you to, te- he does want to teach you. He wants you to take a seat in his class. Now, the third point is this. There will be tests. They will be challenging and not to be a buzzkill, but you will fail. I mean, come on. You are the imperfect being shaped into the image of the perfect. You're going to have to ask your teacher for grace and then extend it to yourself. But remember, this class is not product-oriented. It's process-oriented. He delights in every step that he takes with you. However, he will not allow you to move on to another test if you continue to fail the same one over and over again. You have a textbook. Rely upon it. Study from it for your test. 
We're in a church. You got classmates. Right. Ask Come them on. about their study methods. Come on. If you are confused, don't stay confused. Ask your teacher for help. The Bible is great. People can be great, but they're no substitute for God. That's You're going right. to have to get honest right. with him That's and bring right. him your questions. He says he's gentle in heart, and he will be gentle with you. All you got to do is ask him. Now, what is my final point and overall message for 2022? Get comfortable with learning. We love when Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. But the power is in the context. Paul says, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with plenty or with little. How do we have a faith that isn't based off of temporary circumstances? You learn about who you are and whose you are. And how do you learn? You're taught. Thank you. So I want to say something to you that 2022 will look like 2021 if you do not have any help. And I brought a friend with me tonight, and I'm going to introduce you to him, and his job is to help you to change the game of your life in 2022. So I want to start by asking you a question. Let's imagine that you have a child and you want that child to be taken care of and you're going on a trip. And so the question I would ask you is what criteria would you utilize in terms of choosing someone who would take care of that child? So you would say something like responsible, protector, provider, and other attributes. But I think ultimately what all of us would agree with is we want somebody who's going to mirror as close as possible to the way we would take care of that child. You may have heard a story uh, that was an article a few days ago about a lady who was passing away, terminal illness, I believe it was cancer. And she had three children. And she went and knocked on the door of a neighbor and said, I'm going to be passing away, and I would ask and request that you would take care of, that ch- of my three children. And so what had been happening? She had been observing these, this couple taking care of their seven children. She had been watching them, and she said in her heart, if I was to pass away, I want somebody who's going to love my children, who's going to take care of them. Similarly, Jesus, when he left here, he wanted us to be taken care of. And he gave us, my friend, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is mainly called the helper. And so how does he help us? I want to talk about two ways he helps us. And you may be familiar with the scripture that says, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Men of us in life, we are dealing with stuff. We want to change stuff in our life. We don't want to go spend time with those people that we used to spend time with. We don't want to go to those places that we used to go. We want to break habits. Some of us have had marriages break up in generations in our family. We've never had a good marriage take place. Some of us have never been out of debt. There are strongholds in our families. But in order to affect those changes, you're going to need some power. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He gives us power to make those changes. And so coming into 2022, you're going to need some power. 
And when I think about an analogy, I think about we call a power drink or we think about an energy drink. And the goal of those two vehicles is to get us in a position to give us something, to do something we've never done before. That's right. And that's what um, the Holy Spirit will do. He will give you power. And so we live in a culture where we can feel overwhelmed. We can feel powerless. But the Holy Spirit is there to give us power. Second of all, he's called a counselor. We live in a culture where there's a lot of drama. And I'm thinking of the words from a DMX song. Y'all going to cause me to lose my mind <laughs> up in here, up in here. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit will keep you from losing your mind. Amen. You know, we have grown up with challenges, drama at work, drama at home, drama at work leaps into the house, drama in the house leaps into the home. And all of us, when we go to sleep at night, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about? You need a counselor, but yeah. more importantly, you need a, 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 you need a mighty counselor. Right. And so as I close here, I think of the immortal words of Big Daddy Kane. And he said the following. He's a rapper. He said, I don't just want a piece of the pie. I want the recipe. Come on. Mm. Let's go. Come on. The Holy Spirit, my friend, who I'm talking to you about, he's not a piece of the pie. He's the recipe to living a life that's advantageous. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us today. If you need prayer, have any questions about what you just heard, or said yes to Jesus, please reach out to us at lifehousenn.com or text 757-690-2401. We'd love the opportunity to pray for you and help guide you through the next step in your faith journey. In the meantime, we hope you'll join us next Sunday online or in person. For service times, visit LifehouseNN.com.